1: Well, I do have a, a word for you for today, and uh, and it, it does not change, even in the midst of life situations. In fact, it's only accentuated by today, today is indeed a special day. It is Simcha Torah. It is Simcha Torah. The day we rejoice in the Torah, a day when we read from the end of the Torah, and then cycle all the way back to the beginning. It's instructive to understand the never-ending nature of study of God's word. And uh, it's also beautiful to celebrate the word of God and its centrality to our lives. And so the word of God is central to our lives. So we, we celebrate it today. Why? Because it's our guidebook, y'all. It's our guidebook. It has our answers. And, and and also, the study of the word of God never ends. That's why Simchat Torah is so beautiful, Because we finish with the end of the Torah and start right back at the beginning, and we never stop learning from the Word of God. Somebody say amen. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm online a lot doing research and and other such things with my messages and studies and stuff like this, and sometimes just for fun, too. Uh, And so, as part of this, sometimes you need a little break, sometimes I check out a few videos on YouTube. Now, sometimes you gotta be careful what you see on YouTube, right? But, uh, but on the other hand, you all know me, I'm kind of goofy in many ways and, and love uh, to laugh, and uh, wow, it's amazing how much you can laugh at on YouTube. Uh, there are a lot of really funny people in the world today, some of them intentionally, But but, so it will come as no surprise to you that I like the funny videos on, on YouTube. And anyway, every once in a while, a video will be so good that what do I do? I share it, right? I'll share it with my friends. I'll share it with my family. And I love doing that. I don't do it very often because, you know, I don't want to be that guy that's always like spamming, sending YouTube videos like, oh boy. So it's rare. But every once in a while when it's a really good one, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh my gosh, this one is just incredible. Every once in a while, just to a few selected people, I'll I'll forward it. This way they can share in the common experience and enjoy the video also. My family knows this every once in a while. It's like, you got to see this YouTube clip. It's just great. Okay. And I bet... If I bet that a lot of you have done that at one time or another also. Have you ever forwarded a YouTube video? Nod your heads if you have. That's uh, most of you. Okay, pretty interesting. Well, today is today is Simchat Torah. We're going to start in Mark chapter 12. And today is the special day where we celebrate the Word of God. Now, if we're celebrating the Word of God, the law of God, The Torah of God, then perhaps it would behoove us to examine what is most important in the law. What's most important in the Torah, right? Well, coincidentally, our Moshiach, our Messiah Yeshua, answers the question in Mark chapter 12. Let's read verse 28. One of the Torah scholars came and heard them debating. Seeing that Yeshua had answered them well, he asked him, he asked Yeshua, which commandment is first of all? What's the most important commandment? Yeshua answered. The first is, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Whoa. (gasps) Yeshua was a rabbi. That's right. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love Adonai, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. What does Yeshua here do? Yeshua says, what is most important? What is most central? What is the the key, the center of the Torah? He says it's the Shema. And, And what do we have? Love God, love others. Love God, love others, right? The greatest commandment, the second greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your hearts, love your neighbor as yourself. Love God, love others. Love God, love others. Beloved, no disrespect to rabbis and like myself or scholars with deep theological understanding. But if we merely get this right, we'd be just fine. Love God, love others, and everything that's entailed in that. You know, how, how, how difficult is that? It's apparently difficult. It's difficult to live. But the principle is in difficult to understand. That, that's what Yeshua is trying to teach us. All these theologians and stuff, every great message that I could preach, love God, love others. You got it? You pass the test. (laughs) You understand. This is what we really need. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Let's read from the original source he quoted. Because Yeshua here, of of course, is quoting the Shema, which Shmuel led us in a little bit earlier in our service here today. Which the Shema, of course, continues with the V'ahavta, which also Shmuel read. And we read that every Shabbat here at Bethel. Every Shabbat, we read the Shema, continuing with the Vahavta, and, and what exactly does it say? Because again, I'm pointing out to you, and I'm I'm putting forward, and if you will, almost like an attorney argument, that Yeshua, our Messiah, has said that this is most important. So let's more closely examine what he was referring to in Deuteronomy, and read it because there's something here that relates to everything that we're talking about and even to today. Verse 4, Deuteronomy 6, 4, you know this. It's the Shema, hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. The Shema continues with the I have to love Adonai, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These words which I am commanding you today are to be on your heart. You are to teach them diligently to your children and speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And it continues. So, so friends, within this, we see something very important. Beloved, a key element, a key element in loving God and loving others is to teach his commandments to others. That's part of loving others, is teaching his commandments to others, to speak of them wherever you are. And frequently, so says the Shema, and frequently we are to be sharing these commandments with others, because in doing so, we're sharing the love of God and we're sharing the most important commandments. See, friends, we have a very important role in this because, beloved, I'm going to tell you something. We are not allowed to be passive. You are not given the flexibility to be passive if you really want to be a disciple of the Holy One. Sorry, that's not an option. I see people sometimes, though, that try to play this this balancing game where they're trying to walk some kind of a fence here, who's, who say that they believe in God. Maybe even maybe even they come to services sometimes, although if you come here long, you have to get off the fence. But what is it? Even though they say they love God, they never talk about God. Never, they never talk about God, except for maybe when they're in this building, on this property. And maybe, maybe if they're really radical right before the meal, rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub, you know? <laughs> they make excuses. Well, I'm I'm at work right now. I have to keep these things separate. I, or, or other things, I, I don't want to influence anybody else, you know, that's other people's thing. I have my thing, they have their thing. Or I hear some people, oh, I don't want to offend. I'm not going to share anything. I'm just going to keep my my thoughts, what I believe, private to myself. And they keep their lives nicely separated into tiny little boxes. Really pretty tiny little boxes with bows on them. And here's my spiritual box. And you see that when I come to Bethel and I say, Shabbat Shalom. And I shake hands, and I maybe even sing one of the songs. But the moment that I drive off campus, somebody cuts me off. (laughs) That's a different box. (laughs) But friends, in doing so, they are ignoring the very commands of God. God tells us very specifically that we are to speak of his commandments all the time. Examine your own life. Think about yourself. Do you talk about God a lot when you're not here? It's a question to ask. Do you talk about God with other people when you're not here? Scripture says when we get up and when we lie down. When we're at home, when we're along the road. What is this talking about? It means everywhere all the time. You should be talking about God's commandments. In other words, you should be speaking of God, really. And even more so, we're to teach our children. And not just every once in a while, but the word is diligently. That's that's what's in the Vyavta diligently. Do you hear these commands? In other words, beloved, we very much are compelled to pass on what we've been taught. So we're taught something, but we have to pass it on. We have to pass on what we have been given. If you've been given something by God, you you are compelled. If you really want to follow the commandments, you are compelled to pass it on, to pass it on to others. Psalm chapter 73, please. Psalm chapter 73. The psalmist is very much into this. Psalm chapter 73, verse 28. The psalmist says, but for me, it is good to be near God. I have made my Lord. I deny my refuge. So I will tell of all your works. Asaphir says that he will tell of all the works of the Lord. Friends, there is something crucial about sharing with others when we've been given these gifts. If you have been given the gift of the Lord and his teaching, his commands, if you've been given this gift, there is something beautiful, profound, compelling, important about sharing that with other people. Acts chapter 7 please. In fact, this is exactly what the martyr Stephen said when talking about Moses. He describes what Moses did and we should all receive and understand what Moses did as an example for us in our lives as to what we should do. And it's very much in line with what we've been talking about. Acts 7:37 Says this is the Moses who said to Bnei Israel, the children of Israel, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your brothers. That's talking about Messiah. This is the one who was in the community in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai, and with our fathers, he being Moses. Moses received living words to pass on to us. Moses didn't receive the words just for him. No, no, no. no. Stephen tells us Moses received the words to pass on to us. Thank God he did. Moses received living words. Why? To pass on to us. This is a constant theme. What you have is not just for you alone. And this is a model that we see many others emulate all throughout Scripture. 1 Corinthians, please, chapter 15. 1 Corinthians 15, Rabbi Shaul emulates this. Rabbi Shaul speaks of this and teaches this and demonstrates this for us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, starting in verse 3, what does Rabbi Shaul say? This is a consistent theme throughout Scriptures, beloved. He says, for I also passed on to you first first of all what i also received that messiah died for our sins according to the scriptures that he was buried that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures okay y'all what exactly did rabbi shaul say that he was doing what he said he was doing he was explaining it to the to the, to the congregation in corinth he was explaining that he passed on what he had received okay i received this this message about Messiah Yeshua, that he died according to the scriptures, that he is the Messiah, he received it, and then he passed it on. He passed it on what it is that he had received. Time after time after time, you see this concept in the Word of God that many people, I'm not looking at anybody, ignore. (laughs) Well, something dawned on me, if I could be just real honest as I was contemplating everything, something dawned on me when I was thinking about today on Simchat Torah. Because here on Simchat Torah, perhaps perhaps the central focus of the holiday is when we celebrate with our Torah scrolls. I absolutely love it. Listen, I know you're 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 looking at me and you're listening, but you're thinking, when are the Torah scrolls coming out? I know they're coming out at some point, the Simchat Torah. You're right. That's like the central part. That's the big moment of Simchat Torah. For sure, it's the most memorable. I I have memory, many memories myself. You know, I can think of this. Uh, Dara, you'll remember some of these. Some of you, Paul, Paul is here. You'll remember some of these that I'm thinking. I have memories of Simchat Torahs in the past. And sometimes it would be Simchat Torah, and I would see one of our older members standing there. And, and they would no longer, they were old, elderly to the point that they no longer had the physical capacity to dance around with the Torah scroll anymore due to their age and, and physical capability. And sometimes I would take a Torah scroll on Simchat Torah and I would, I would bring the Torah scroll to them and, and pass it to them just for a moment, just for a moment so that, they could, so that they could hold it for just a few moments, right? Sometimes I'd even support it as they were holding it, if you will, and then what, what happened? And then they would pass it back to me. I remember doing this I remember doing this with, a uh, blessed memory, Jerry Schechter. I remember doing this with, with, a uh, blessed memory, Joel Steinauer. It was so important part of this congregation to do the kiddish like nobody else could. I remember doing this with Ray Gross, of blessed memory, one of our cantors. I remember doing this with Tom Summer and many others of blessed memory. I loved handing the Torah scroll to some of these senior elders who would just hold it even just for a moment and then pass it back to me. At the same time, I loved to pass it to the bar mitzvah, newly bar mitzvah boys, you know, and bar mitzvah kids. The kids who were just recently at bar mitzvah where the Torah scroll is like, okay, what's taller, the Torah scroll or the kid, you know? If they're a bar mitzvah age, of course, which, which is bigger. Sometimes some of the bar mitzvah boys, boys are usually a little smaller. They haven't hit the growth spurt. So a lot of times the boys are just like, you know, I had my bar mitzvah. The, the, the voice hasn't fully changed yet. But, you know, they take the Torah scroll and you're thinking, wow, that is really big on them. It's so cool, though. It's so beautiful to pass it on to them. And as I reflected on this, it struck me. On Simcha Torah, what we're doing is exactly what the scriptures tell us to do. We are passing it on. Think about it. We are doing in a physical way what the Lord tells us to be doing in a symbolic way. We are taking the word of God and we are passing it on to others. We receive it from others and we pass it on to others. Isn't that exactly what we read in the scriptures that we are to be doing? Like precisely, like explicitly? Because we are to be a conduit for the very words of God. And we should be passionate in doing so. Friends, we get all excited about sharing a YouTube clip. How much more so Should we be excited about sharing something that has the complete capability to change somebody's life? And just like it brings us joy, we should want that it would bring others joy as well to have the word of God in their lives. That's Simcha Torah. That's the joy of the Torah. This is why we need to be telling others like the psalmist said, we should be passing it on like Rabbi Shaul said. Receiving and passing. This is what we should be doing with the commandments. Receiving and passing. This is exactly what we're doing today on Simchat Torah. Passing the word of God is what we should do. So, yes, for those of you that are watching on YouTube, (laughs) yes, this means you should click like, like the video, please, (laughs) and click the share button, please, click the share button, share it with other people. Yes, that would be a huge blessing, share it with others for sure, but it really means that when you lie down and when you get up, when you're at home. When you're along the road, you should actively be looking to pass it on. No matter where you are, no matter when it is, to pass the Torah scroll to others, to talk about God frequently, to give other people the life-giving message of God from his word. Beloved, I'm going to tell you something. Truly, every day should be Simchat Torah. Every day. Why? Because every day you should be receiving of the word and passing it on. Every day should be Simchat Torah. Every day. Yeshua said, go and make disciples of all nations. So it doesn't matter if you're watching the celebration from home on YouTube, or for those of you who are here as you receive the Torah scroll today, I wanna encourage you that for those of you who are gonna be holding it, anybody here is gonna have the opportunity, as you hold the Torah, as you receive the Torah scroll today, embrace it, and then pass it on to others. And when you do so, think about the fact that you are literally doing that which you should symbolically be doing every day of your life. As you have God's word in your hands, we don't worship an object, but this is the word of God. This is our guidebook. And as you have God's word in your hands and to feel the weight of it and the beauty of it, think about it. When you receive it, wow, thank you, Lord, that you gave me your word. And Lord, let me... Pass along your word to others. Receive from the Lord and share it with others every day. The title of my message is Pass It On. (laughs) Chag Sameach to you. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. I want to ask if there's anybody here who's never said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah. If that is you... Just bow your heads for just a moment, everybody. But if that is you, just lift your hand. If you've never said a prayer to commit your life to Yeshua, but you want to, if that's you, just raise your hand and we'll pray together. Is there anybody? Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If that's you and you're online watching and you've never said a prayer to receive Yeshua as your Messiah, say these simple words, mean it in your heart. Say, Dear God, I humbly come before you. I accept Yeshua into my heart. I believe he's risen again sitting at your right hand. Please forgive me of my sins. I'm sorry. I'll live the rest of my days for you. Thank you, God, in Yeshua's name. If you said that prayer for the first time, you're watching online or listening on podcast, please send us an email. If you're in this room and you said that prayer for the first time, see me after the service. We just want to celebrate with you. Thank you, oh Lord. Thank you for this wonderful time. And Lord, we are getting ready to have some fun and to celebrate. Thank you for these things, Lord, in Yeshua's name. Amen and amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's message from Rabbi Kevin. Please like, subscribe, and share this link with a friend.